That would be desperation. <laughs> <laughs> Clip that, Tommy, again. The 21st of August, James O'Donnell, who goes after a second GA legend. Join in the obsession. Subscribe now at offtheball.com forward slash join. The Women's World Cup Show on Off the Ball with Sure Nonstop Protection Deodorant, official sponsor of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. Well, the situation in Spain, an odd one to say the least. They won the World Cup on Sunday. You would think that would be very much the story. There was a big open top bus parade through Madrid on Monday evening, widely attended, big deal. But the name Luis Rubiales has been the dominant one around this story. He um, is the Spanish FA president. He um, put his hands on Jenny Hermoso's uh, cheeks and gave her a kiss on the lips in the medal celebration. And uh, that certainly wasn't her uh, plan. And she said as much. And he initially said, well, no big deal. And on Monday issued a big apology. Not quite an apology, it must be said. And even the Spanish Prime Minister has said it's not good enough. And in the last... 24 hours or so and and you'll hear more details in the coming conversation an employee at the Spanish Federation has given an account of inappropriate behaviour on his part and just in the last hour or so the player involved Jenny Hermoso has pursued action against him through FIFPRO now it doesn't appear to be legal action it's more um, asking for the Spanish Federation to move on this and to do something so she's certainly not taking this uh, lying down so very much a developing story not one anyone would have anticipated on, on the full time whistle I think it's fair to say in Spain earlier on we were joined by Semra Hunter who's a football broadcaster in Spain and I first began by putting a tour that you know they win the World Cup that should be the big talking point what is the big talking point in Spain? I would say there's only two things that everyone is talking about in Spain right now one would be the heat and the other would be the Rubiales okay. Okay. so <laughs> It's unfortunate because he has completely overshadowed the incredible Mm. achievement that the Spanish national team, the women's team, have achieved. And so it's a shame that that's what we're all talking about. And this story has just continued to rumble on. And it's only gotten worse for him and for the Federation. And it's only incensed people even more the fact that there hasn't really been any kind of action taken in the aftermath. And so it really has caused outrage. And so many people are asking for him to step down. Actually, on Twitter yesterday, the word dimitir, which means resign, was trending. Um, He's not going to, as it would seem. And it doesn't seem as though he's going to at any point in time either in the near future, which we can come back to. But people are very, very upset, especially because, as you well know, it has really become a major issue on a global scene as well and it really stains the image of the country as a whole uh, in the eyes of of international media and 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 people across the globe to um take a brief timeline so the incident happened obviously straight after the match at the medal presentation and i think most people looking on thought oh god that's a bit friendly maybe this is um a special relationship that they have and this is kind of you know all part of the general mood but then Jenny Hermoso said well I didn't enjoy that that wasn't my idea (laughs) whatsoever and so suddenly uh, Rubiales was in a degree of trouble I think his initial response was to describe people who had an issue with it as idiots 24 hours later came the video apology akin to a hostage video but um The, the apology was That's true as well. I would yeah, say the, the apology was kind of a hey, look, you know, 
all in the moment and there's no no bad faith on either side you know as if to, as if Jenny Hermoso had any issues uh, to apologize for and there was kind of a I understand some people are offended if you're offended I'm sorry blah 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 that struck me at the time as probably not going far enough and even the Spanish Prime Minister has said that was a pretty rubbish apology it basically wasn't an apology and he used a very important word because the language is very important here. He said, seguramente me he equivocado. Seguramente doesn't mean surely. It doesn't mean certainly. It means probably. Probably I made a mistake. Uh-huh. So he's basically absolving himself of any kind of culpability here. As you rightly said, he, he acts as though it was some kind of mutual act when it clearly wasn't. It was very one-sided. I think the most disconcerting thing of all is that three things have come to light yesterday. There were three very serious allegations made by a journalist who works for Relevo, which is uh, an outlet in Spanish media here. She makes the claim that Rubiales put a lot of pressure and begged Jenny Hermoso to appear in that apology video together. And is cited as saying, do it for my girls, because he knew that his job was under threat. He didn't want to lose his position. But it wasn't just him. There were other people as well that were putting a lot of pressure on her to appear in that video. She said no. When that didn't work, the Spanish national team coach, Jorge Vilda, started putting pressure on her family, who were also traveling with them. He did it three separate times to try and convince the family to then convince Jenny to appear in this video. That didn't happen either in the end, obviously. It didn't work. The third thing, the worst of all, is that, you know, those declarations of statements that have been making their way around that supposedly Jenny had said in the aftermath where she was speaking to the media and she said, oh, it was just a heat of the moment thing. We have a great relationship between two friends. He's had this exemplary behavior amongst the team this whole time, blah, blah, blah. Well, as it turns out, she never said any of that. It's completely fake. The communications department of the Federation made it up which, as far as I'm concerned, or as far as I know, I mean, that's illegal, right? You can't do that. And so I don't know what on earth they were thinking, why they ever thought they could get away with that. Mm. But it's come to light pretty quickly that that is the case, that they completely made it up. And so now it's not just Rubiales, but it's pretty much everybody else in the Federation that has something to do with this. They're complicit in all of this and trying to undermine it, trying to play it down, trying to act like it was no big deal. But actually, it's a massive deal. And that kiss was just the tip of the iceberg. There's so many other issues that go around uh, Rubiales, and he seems to be a magnet for any kind of controversy and scandal. And if you look it up on the internet, you'll find a long list of things that are attributed to him and allegations that he has come through in the last several years as well. But those are really damning accusations. And if those are true, then, mm. wow. I mean, I won't, I won't grade them at uh, the... Uh the initial act or the cover-up, but uh, that's extraordinary. That That is close to one of those situations where the cover-up is even more egregious than the original scene. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's exactly how it feels, quite frankly. Yeah. So I saw there's an EGM being called for Friday in Madrid. Yes. When, when I saw that news initially, I thought, oh, well, he's gone. But then uh, reading mm. beyond the headlines, as you've alluded to, I think, he has no intention of stepping down and I, this is almost an opportunity for those within the Spanish FA to reiterate their backing for him. This is going to be a, a leave, leave our guy alone, kind of an EGM. This is Spain, first and foremost. Normally when these kinds of things happen, you just get a snap on the wrist. No real consequences actually follow suit. 
And usually the people who commit these kinds of, I don't know, things, let's yeah. say, for lack of a better word, yeah. um, they tend to usually keep their posts. Nothing ever really tends to happen. And so the belief is that that is the case, that he is still having the, the full support and the backing of the territorial presidents, as they're called, they're basically different figureheads that kind of operate and run the various territories of football within Spain. Um, reason being, I would presume, uh, it has to do as well with the fact that four days before his re-election, he increased everyone's salaries to 150K a year. So it's in their interest that he stays in power, you would think. <laughs> Apart from that, um, it is expected that he will come out, double down, maybe reissue another type of apology or give up some other type of explanation as to why he did what he did. Maybe come out with some sort of, oh, we've got this great plan to continue the growth of women's football or in the end, he also doesn't want to lose his job because he's the vice president of UEFA. He also makes 250K from that post as well. So he's not going to go down lightly. Mm. And I think the only way he can get out, quite frankly, is through prosecution or through the high courts of sport within Spain. And if they look at this as a criminal act and they decide to take action um, via that route mm. instead. Uh I am sensing a deep frustration on your part. <laughs> yes, because I feel like I really hope there's justice this time around. And it's not just about the kiss, okay? I mean, there is so much history here of, of the Federation really mistreating these women, as has been the case for the last year, where, for example, I'll make it very brief, the 15 players that sent an email privately to the Federation basically saying that they wanted to have better conditions within to work and they wanted something similar to what the men get offered by the Federation mm. so they can actually start competing and winning things. Well, the Federation, for whatever reason, decided to make it public, only released part of the information, actually called them capricious little girls, were very condescending in nature. and. So when you see this kind of behavior now, it just makes you think, what on earth have they been putting up with for the last year and beyond that? And on top of that, you have the president of the Women's Football League today coming up publicly and saying, well, now the world is seeing what we've all known about this person in private and how he behaves in private. Mm. There are other women who are coming forward now. An ex-colleague of his at AFE, which is the Federation of Spanish Footballers, she worked in the, the marketing department at the time that he was there. She's now come out and said that she also at the time formally put in a complaint against him, citing that he humiliated her, he talked down to her, he said some very inappropriate comments in front of other footballers from the men's national team, big names, I won't say who they are. Things like, I wonder what color your underwear is today, or you've only turned up here to get down on your knees. So if this is the kind of man and figure that he, that he is, then he has absolutely no place being the president of the Federation. And also, what a bad representation, again, of, of society. I mean, this is somebody who's going out into the world and representing, you know, 47 million people. Mm. It's, it's shameful. It's disgraceful. And like I say, that kiss was just the tip of the iceberg. There's so much else behind it. Okay. And now a lot of it is starting to come to light. Okay. But that is, I mean, that is not going away anytime soon, that's for sure. No. <laughs> um, it's, it feels increasingly in the world like 
even what is a straightforward issue yeah. is divisive and you just have people disagreeing with each other over, uh, you know, the, the most basic facts. I, I'm wondering if that extends in Spain to this situation. Are, are you seeing, I don't know, lots of columnists in the media or people on radio saying, oh, look, world's gone mad. What's the big deal? Mm. Everybody calm down. Or, or, or is there a, a fairly broad agreement that this was very inappropriate? Initially, there were a lot of members of the media who were trying to pretend like it was no big deal. And a lot of them were men. Um, but in the last few days, as more and more has come to light, more has surfaced, more women have spoken up about this, a lot of those same members of the media have actually changed their tune. And I think part of this has to do with the fact that sexism is very rife in Spanish society and in culture. It's so deeply embedded that it's normalized. And a lot of people don't even necessarily realize that what they say or what they do is actually sexist in nature because there's a lack of consciousness, there's a lack of awareness. I mean, even Rubiales himself said he didn't understand what he did wrong. Mm. So that is a big red flag, right? Mm. So I think this touches on a much wider issue. And even Pedro Sanchez himself did say that this was a perfect example of the fact that there's still a very long way to go in terms of reaching equality between men's and women's rights. And he's absolutely spot on. So I think people have steadily started coming over to the side of this is actually really inappropriate behavior and totally unacceptable. And now there is a more unanimous feel mm. around the media, around people in Spain, all the way from your average Joe to, to high-ranking government officials who are saying, yeah, this is really this is really not okay, and something has to be done here. Mm, okay. So, as a final kind of um, crystal ball gaze, mm. let's assume for the second, uh, for a second, that no no criminal judicial aspect intervenes here. Let's just say that that park that for a moment. Um, but based on some of the other women coming forward, and based mm. on the mounting pressure, it's starting to look very difficult for him to stay on and to lead any kind of a unified association. What's your sense of how this is going to play out? Does it feel like it might be starting to turn a touch too serious for him? You would think so. But my thinking is that he feels as though he doesn't really care about any of it, that he's not going to let it bother him. He's going to continue in his post. The elections are next summer. So in any case, uh, at a maximum, he would be in the job for for a year. Um, so I think in a way, he probably feels as though he's, I don't want to say untouchable, that's probably not the right word, but he feels as though it's going to take a lot to get him out and the Federation from within clearly is not going to do that because mm. if he goes, then they're all going to have to go with him. Mm. <laughs> so they're all kind of protecting themselves and saving their own skins here. So it really would have to be an external force to get him out. That could be a very long time. Obviously, bureaucracy and, and the justice system is very slow. He could be voted out by that point anyway mm. in a year from now. Um, so quite frankly, I don't think he's going to go anywhere. There's another bit of a tricky element here, which is that Spain want to host the World Cup in 2030, along with Portugal and uh, Morocco, which is one of the reasons why all of the other scandals that have been piling up over the last couple of years, they have kind of been conveniently overlooked or pushed aside or not really dealt with because obviously 
Spain doesn't want anything that's going to make them look bad as they're trying to win the bid. So that also has a factor um, to play in this. But yeah, ultimately, I would be very, very, very surprised if he stepped down uh, by his own volition. So I don't think he's going anywhere, really, quite frankly, anytime too soon. Okay. Sam Rundra, thank you so much for explaining all that to us. Very much appreciated. That was great. You're very welcome. Thank you. Semra Hunter, a football broadcaster over in Spain with us there. And the World Cup show on Off the Ball is with thanks to Sure Nonstop Protection, deodorant official sponsor of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. The Women's World Cup show on Off the Ball with Sure Nonstop Protection Deodorant, official sponsor of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023.